0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Intern This, the very first episode of this brand new podcast. I'm Peyton. I'm one of the four interns here.
1: I'm Avery. I'm also one of the four interns. My name is Grace.
0: My name is Rhett. Awesome. Uh, We have a fun little intro here. We're going to give a little details about ourselves. Uh, I'll start first. Uh, Like I said, I'm Peyton. I'm from Yukon, Oklahoma. I was a part of FCA in high school for three years, and my senior year, I was the president of UConn FCA, and I won the Oklahoma FCA All State Award. And I love fettuccine alfredo.
1: Um, yeah, my name is Avery. I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I went to Crossings Christian School in high school, and I love to sing and read.
2: Uh, my name's Grace. I'm from Oklahoma City, and I also went to Crossings for high school, and. I don't know. I love chicken tacos. That's like my favorite food of all time.
3: I'm Rhett. I'm from Edmond, Oklahoma. I went to high school at Deer Creek and I love to play basketball. Awesome. Great. Um,
0: Our topic for today is going to be super cool. Um, It might get a little deep, but it is, can we express our emotions? Are we allowed to express our emotions and how do we do that? Uh, So let's just jump into it really quick. So for me personally, it was really hard to kind of express how I felt in high school. Uh, I had a lot of anxiety. My home life wasn't always the best. It was good, but there were some little bumps. I had problems with my parents. Oh my goodness, voice crack, sorry. And I didn't want the way I felt to be a burden to others. It was really important to me that others didn't really see how I felt and it was it was really hard i just suppressed them and it added a lot of baggage and since i played sports and read you might be able to attest to this but it was very difficult as a young man because there's a stereotype that you're not allowed to share how you feel you can't cry in front of others you can't be filled with sorrow and it was really difficult that i couldn't do that it was it was really a sh- sign of weakness and you really just had to put on this front of being this strong and tough dude that couldn't bear any emotion. Um, And that was just kind of a little short summary of how I felt and dealt with emotions in high school. Um, So I want to know how you guys and ladies feel or dealt with your emotions during high school. Uh, Avery, you go first.
1: All right, emotions in high school. I have to say, um, for me, it's pretty easy to express my emotions, but to the point where... Like when I feel something, I feel it strong. So I have to make sure to like like check myself a little bit. And I know for me, dealing with my emotions, something that's very helpful is having people that you can trust because I definitely work through stuff by talking about it with other people. So having some people that you trust in your life, I think is really important. Um, Grace was one of those people for me, for sure. Grace has seen me cry. probably so many times, but I know that she was like always there for me to support me and help me get back on my feet if that's what I needed.
0: So, yeah. And Rhett, how did you deal with your emotions in high school?
3: Uh, So for me, basketball would be the real key for my emotions. I would take it out on lifting weights or running anytime. I would feel like everything was stacked against me. I would just go out and play basketball in my yard or go for a run. And whenever... I felt like everything was coming down. I would just go in my room and just think about everything until I felt capable to come back out and not share my emotions. Uh,
0: yeah, I totally agree with you. Sports was definitely a great outlet for me to express how I felt, but it it didn't really always get I never really got all of how I felt out by playing sports grace how did How did you deal with your emotions?
2: I think I'm somewhere in between like not expressing emotions and where Avery like feels a lot. Um I didn't I don't like express emotions to everybody, so I think I agree with Avery and like that it really depends on having people you can trust and Avery was that for me as well, um, in that friendship and like making sure that I had people in my life that when I was feeling a lot of intense emotion I could go to them and talk about it, but not necessarily like expressing emotions as much as some people might. Mm.
0: Thank you. Um, Now, I would like to touch on the topic of what kind of happens when we don't talk about how we feel and how that can negatively affect us. Um, So from the perspective of a young man, I definitely believe that they choose most of the time to not show how they feel and they suppress their emotions, uh, which in my experience is very damaging. Um, They're pretty much stockpiling all these unhealthy and toxic emotions and feelings onto already what they're dealing with outside of them. So whether it's family or school or maybe like a job or something like that, they, they're they adding how they feel onto those other emotions that aren't great. Um, and for me, my baggage turned into anger. Um, I was confused a lot of time. I was always stressed out, which um, was my anxiety? Thankfully, it clicked my senior year. Um, I had a wonderful small group, an amazing leader that really helped me learn the proper way to express how I felt and tell others how I felt. Um, I saw my small group leader cry in front of like 200 students at a camp at a church conference, and it really touched me. It was a very uh, life-changing moment and I realized that, hey, this is like a 28-year-old guy crying in front of 200 high school students and it was really heart, heart-moving. heart um, But I would like to know how uh, young women like you guys or you women would express your emotions because I, I definitely feel that young men and women go through some of the same stuff, but they definitely express how they feel differently. Can you guys elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, I think uh, a big stereotype for women is that we express emotion too much, mm-hmm. which is not true for everyone, obviously. Uh. But um, if the stereotype is that men hold yeah. their emotions in, then it's the stereotype is opposite for women. Um, and for me, I just think you have to find like how to express it in a healthy way because I know when I hold my emotions in, that's not a good thing. And I get in my head and I stress myself out um, so just learning, um, who in your life is someone that you can trust. Maybe somebody who is farther along in life than you has had more experiences, a little more mature that you can go to them for their advice. And then obviously always a good place to turn is scripture. See how you should deal with things. Sure. Um, yeah, and prayer I find is also a really good way for me. If there's anyone to talk to, we should talk to God, right? Exactly. So that's something I turn to a lot.
0: Grace, how did did you, how how do you feel?
2: Um, I would agree with a lot of what Avery is saying. I think like, although there might not necessarily be a pressure for girls or women to like not be emotional in public or whatever, um, I think it, kind of just has to do with your personality of like, if you do express emotion or if you have more trouble with that. And I think it is dangerous on both sides to either be like almost too emotional and let it affect relationships, but also it's dangerous of course to suppress emotion and be pushing it down. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've talked about a lot.
0: Yeah, I would totally agree. I think it's, it's almost ironic that the stereotype is men suppress and they don't have emotion and women are overly dramatic and, and, they are all about their emotions. Um, I think that is what the, like Hollywood, the world projects out onto young men and women and even adults. And I definitely think it's very unhealthy. Um, now, when we look at the Bible, the Bible is filled with so many different examples of emotion and feeling. It's it's quite amazing. Uh, it definitely taught me that emotions weren't a bad thing and having them was really a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> um, a great example is Paul who started killing Christians and then, he became one of the leading disciples in Jesus' ministry. In Philippians, we see Paul in prison and instead of being upset and sad and ungrateful, he's cheerful and praising the Lord. Paul shows us that through Jesus, we are able to throw away this negative baggage and these negative emotions. Paul was so happy to praise the Lord in jail. Um, I just find that um, very amazing. A perfect and now a perfect example is Jesus who shows us a multitude of different emotions. And I definitely think the most important one we see Jesus Jesus express is in John chapter 11, verse 32. the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. Um, Jesus cries at the death of his friend Lazarus. Um, and the verse doesn't say Jesus shed a single tear, it doesn't say Jesus. Uh, got stuffy and his eyes got watery. It says he wept, he cried, which I think is so amazing. It shows how vulnerable Jesus was in this moment. And the importance of this verse to me is that the king of the world is showing an emotion that would be considered a weakness today. And I think it's important for young students Um, in high school and middle school to look at this first and realize that if the king of the world is crying over something that should be cried over, then it's definitely okay for us and you guys and young girls to cry over the things that happen in your life. Um, Would you guys agree with that? Avery, Grace, Rhett, you know?
1: Yeah, I'll say something. I totally agree. And then something that I was thinking about while you were talking is... I think sometimes part of the reason we avoid our emotions or try to hold them in is because we're like scared. Like in this case with Jesus, he had lost somebody that he Mm -hmm. really loved. And um, obviously it devastated him. Um, And sometimes when we're dealing with that kind of stuff, we don't want to have to face it. And that's part of the reason we might avoid those emotions when the healthier option would be to work through it. That's just a thought.
0: I totally agree with you. Uh, Rhett, what do you think of this verse and of Jesus crying and showing this very vulnerable emotion.
3: Yeah, so for me, crying is not always a negative thing. Like, you can always look at crying and like see that somebody's hurting, but mm-hmm. Jesus was feeling for this person. And the way that he shows emotions for this person is unbelievable, and how I perceive it too. Like, for me, my mom would always be the person that would come to me and she knows how I show emotions. And so this verse really hits hard for me because whenever I would be bawling in my room or something, she would come up and help me like express my emotions and figure out what's going on. And that really just hit hard for me.
0: Uh, And I would like to also say that this verse is kind of overlooked. Sometimes I remember being in 56, um, which of those who don't come to crossings, it's just fifth and sixth grade Sunday Bible school. Um, and every Sunday there would be a recited verse and you get some candy. And this verse was just kind of thrown to the wolves because every kid wanted candy. And so this verse was just overused and overused and overused. So it kind of lost its meaning to me until recently. And I just find that absolutely amazing every way expressing one of the most vulnerable emotions that humans have crying okay and to recap the this episode um i definitely want to hit that your emotions and the feelings that you have don't lock you in this box and that the emotions that were given to you by christ are there for a purpose and now to A Q&A by grace Hill.
3: it's time for a Q and A.
2: Uh, so we just wanted to close each week with questions from students. So we asked a few students for questions this week. And if you have questions for us for interns, you can send them to OKC students on Instagram. Um, just DM us the question and we'll put them all together and answer as many as we can. This week, the first question is, why did you become an intern? Who wants to start?
0: I'll go first. Sorry, Avery, I just totally (laughs) ran over you. It's all good. Oh, okay, okay. Um, So I became an intern. So my first internship wasn't with students. It was with Guest Services and Connections at Crossings. And Mel Hyatt, who was our previous uh, high school pastor, texted me and said that Blake Sabiston, who's the head of Guest Services and Connections, was like, he needs an intern. Are you looking for a job? Would you be interested? I was like, yes. And I dove right in. I didn't have many expectations for it, but Blake and his team blew me out of the water. It was an amazing team. And then after that year ended, I became a high school intern and I love it so much. It's so amazing. This opportunity has been great. Um, honestly, I don't think I answered the question correctly, but... I think it's okay. Yeah, that's why I became an intern to spread the to spread the love of Jesus.
1: Wow, amen. Great answer. <laughs> okay, why did I become an intern? I will tell you. Um, so I started as an intern with um, the student ministry in the summer of 2019, and at that time, I was honestly just looking for a way to spend my summer. I wanted to have fun, but I also wanted to do something that had a purpose to it. And um, a friend of mine from UCO told me about this internship. She'd been an intern before me and I thought it sounded awesome. So I went and I interviewed and I was terrified, but I got the internship. And it was an awesome summer, but throughout that summer, a lot of like life changed happened and ministry went from being something that I was just going to do over the summer to what I felt called to do for the rest of my life. So I'm still here. We love to see it. <laughs> yes, I'm still here and it's super fun. I love working with the students and I love um, preparing for what I want to do after college. So yeah.
3: Amazing. So for me, the reason I became an intern was that I grew up in this ministry. I went all the way from... Kids zone, which is first through fifth grade through my high school years and just seeing all the interns that impacted my life and those guys impacted my life so much and changed the way that I would study the Bible and look at Jesus and changed how I wanted to go into ministry. And then in the summer I interviewed for uh, the summer internship and then COVID hit and everything got canceled. So I didn't get to do the summer that Avery was talking about whenever she did the summer yeah so then the fall came around and they asked me again to do it and I accepted the position as intern
0: that's so amazing (laughs) thank you for
2: sharing it cool I also grew up in this church as I think most of us all of us did (laughs) Yeah. yeah um third grade Yeah, and there were a lot of people at this church that had a big influence on what I wanna do with my life. Um, I also felt called to ministry over the summer before I went to college. Um, And just people in this church that influenced me Like To make that decision, I just wanted to be able to work with them and um, get experience from them because they're awesome leaders in ministry. Um, And so I was looking around for other internships and doors just weren't opening. And then a door opened to allow me to be an intern at Crossings. I also interviewed for the summer and didn't get to do it, but I am so happy to be here for the fall. (laughs)
0: Wow, your guys' explanations were so better than mine. <laughs>
2: it's okay. We all have different reasons. Yeah, all the different reasons. Mine. Um, so the, the second question that students want to know is what sports we played in middle and high school. And then if we still play sports today, I can start because it's an easy answer for me. I played soccer for like six or eight years, something crazy. It was a lot of time playing soccer. And then I got to college and I tried to play soccer for like a semester and it was just too much. <laughs> and I said, no, thank you. So I switched to rock climbing. So now I'm a rock climber. <laughs> nice. Wow. I didn't
0: know you played soccer. A lot of That's years crazy. playing
1: soccer with Avery. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Grace awesome. and I played soccer together growing up. I played soccer forever because my dad coaches. Um, so it's a big part of our uh, family. Um and then I also spent a couple of years in high school playing volleyball, which I don't try to remember very much because I was really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I went back to soccer. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun though, kind of.
0: Interesting. Um, I played a lot of sports. Um, up to high school, I played like I played hockey, lacrosse, you know, like pick up basketball if you count that. But when I got to high school, I played tennis. I wrestled, I ran track, I played football, Um, I played rugby. Not a lot of people know that I played rugby because I kept that a secret. The crowd that was on the rugby team wasn't a crowd I wanted to run with. Um, They didn't always do the best things outside of school, but I had a really good friend that played, and he just pressured me all throughout high school. And finally, I said yes, my senior year um, was very timid at first, and then after the first couple of games, I just... Off, I don't know, rugby was fun, but I did definitely kept it a secret, <laughs> and also it was a club sport, so uh-huh. the football team kind of made
3: fun of the rugby kids,
0: so I didn't want,
3: yeah. So, for me, middle school, I was five foot three, 110 <laughs> pounds, and so oh, I couldn't play football, I was the football manager, and but I did play basketball, I was on uh. The basketball team, all, both of my years of middle school, and the track team, both of my years of middle school, and then after my eighth grade year, I grew nine and a half inches, and so then I or six and a half inches, oh. and then uh, <laughs> I impressive. I grew I grew Still I grew to five inches. nine. I was doing I was doing the math wrong. <laughs> uh, so then I quit. Doing the football stuff, and I kept doing track and basketball, and I stayed with track all the all, track and basketball all the way through my senior year. And now I don't play anything in college. Same.
0: Oh, I play. Um, so I go to O Triple C, and they have a rec league. So I play rec league basketball at O Triple C, and I tear it up every time we play. So it's kind of my flex. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the first ever episode of Intern This. We hope to see you guys for our next episode and goodbye.
1: Thanks guys, bye. (laughs) Bye
0: Bye-bye.